0: Welcome, flower friends, to the Local Flowers Podcast, where you'll fall in love with local seasonal blooms even more by hearing the stories from flower farmers new and experienced. I'm your host, Rochelle from Freckled Bloom Flower Farm. Welcome. Welcome, friends, to week 23's farm update here at Freckled Bloom. So this week was beautiful. The weather was really nice. It didn't get too hot. It actually rained a tiny bit, which felt so incredible because we have not experienced any rain and it's really feeling like late July here unfortunately so my husband and I have been watering our Christmas tree seedlings because in the Pacific Northwest especially here in Estacada which is the Christmas tree capital of the world little known fact we rely on the rains to irrigate our Christmas tree crops and so we had planted some seedlings and they had not received a drop of water so we've had to go out my husband built this contraption and water the Christmas tree seedlings which we've seen that it's really proved to be successful because there's a lot of fields around here that look brown unfortunately but I had a micro wedding for a dear friend of mine. She has been not only just a great friend, she was my boss at one time, my colleague at one time, and her sister was getting married and she reached out to me to do a bridal bouquet as well as her bouquet and just two medium arrangements. I found that Those micro weddings are exactly what I want to do. There was no pressure to do all these big extravagant pieces. It was simple. It was beautiful. And I could really use my artistic flair to design beautiful flowers. And I'm just finding as I'm taking on more weddings that my ideal client really is the person that wants to give me the reins to make their dreams come true and just the flexibility that I'm going to pick beautiful flowers that they're not going to see on Pinterest and I'm going to make that bouquet absolutely beautiful. Speaking of Pinterest, I usually have brides send me what their color scheme is but I also ask for them to send me some photos as inspiration I do not create an exact replica I just want to see what kind of style they're looking at especially want to see what colors that they're truly loving because somebody can say I want blush but then if they incorporate some mauve into it I like to see kind of what their what pictures are catching their eye but with that said Pinterest flower farm friends farmer florist we really need to start putting our pictures on pinterest that way when a bride or a couple comes to you and wants you to do their wedding flowers they're giving you the flowers from our fellow flower farmers and that folks can start understanding what local flowers look like in a beautiful bouquet. And so uh, there was one couple that sent me some inspiration photos and they were from many flower farmer friends that I've been following along. And I just absolutely loved seeing that all of her inspiration photos came from Farmer Florist and with local flowers. So I need to do a better job. I'm going to make it one of my projects this winter to put all my stuff on Pinterest so that one day somebody is getting my pictures or I'm receiving my own pictures and also you know I've been asked about my portfolio and I've directed most of my clients to my Instagram because it really is my portfolio. It is the one tool that I use a lot which is quite scary quite honestly because if we ever lost Instagram there goes my diary of just just everything. And I know that most of us use it as just a guide as well. So, I really need to this winter make that a priority to build a Pinterest page. I have one out there. I just need to create categories and really put my stuff out there. So, with that said, I again had the micro wedding which was absolutely beautiful. It's graduation week, so I had a lot of custom orders that came through which was exciting. Flower field is just looking absolutely gorgeous there's so much growth and I'm just so excited my sunflowers are almost there I'm like cheering them on because I really like to use them in my every other week subscribers bouquets this coming week in week 24 this time of year is so hard because you just are waiting for that summer flush and so it's really got me thinking that I need to plant more biennials that help kind of fill the Gaps in between the tulips and the ranunculus and the daffodils to that big summer flush. And what I've found is that dianthus, sweet william, is an amazing flower. So if you're not growing it, you need to. And even if you don't like the pinks and the purples, you can use it when it's still like in bud, where it's green, and you can use it as a greenery. But it's such a beautiful flower. And last year, I actually let a lot of it go to seed and I spread the seeds everywhere and it's popping up everywhere which is amazing because most of us are in this lull of what do I use in bouquets but if you're kind of more of an experienced farmer, you have learned that and you've planned for that. Nigella is another thing I've been using a ton of and absolutely love. I want to plant so much more of it in all the different colors. It just has such an excellent vase life. It has a you know bulkiness, the greens are really pretty, the flowers really pretty. A lot of people have been asking me what it is and so definitely need to work on sowing that for the fall. Estrantia, and if I'm not saying that right, please don't judge, I have slowly been finding Plants, you know, folks will see my pictures and say, Where do you get it? And I have found at the wholesale level, you have like two options, which is unfortunate. And I'm a small grower, so I don't, I know there's big companies out there that you can get wholesale perennials from, but I just haven't tapped into that yet. And so I, over the years, I have been collecting my collection of perennials, and I probably have a dozen as strantia plants I did buy some wholesale but like I said you're really limited in the color and I'm finding that for a lot of these wholesale perennials is it's the same color whereas some of us want to differentiate ourselves and we want some more unique colors and unfortunately what I found is I can find it at my local garden center I have some special places that really focus in on the unique and different plants and so I'm I'm always hunting and collecting. So, you know... a lot of us don't have a huge budget to invest thousands upon thousands of dollars in perennials so I always say start small try every year adding to your collection and that's what I've done and I've been doing it for shoot probably like 15 years at this point so now I have some really established perennials that are in my gardens my landscape that I can cut from and Astrantia is one of those that I absolutely love I've got it I think in almost all the shades I've seen and will continue to add to my collection. Another one is the rat tail status. Oh, I love it. I finally figured out how, because I found it just hard to germinate. And so I finally got over trying to put every And the seeds are super tiny. I stopped trying to put each little seed into a tiny mini soil block. And I just got a tray out and sprinkled the seeds on top top of the tray and they germinated and then I broke it. them up and then planted them out in the field it's starting to bloom it is the coolest flower ever and i just encourage you to add it to your lineup the peonies are absolutely gorgeous right now i'm finally getting my flush of peonies and it's been what's been in my bouquets as well as what has been at my roadside stand also shout out to my friend at park place perennials i was able to to get some beautiful coral charm and Sarah B from her to fulfill not only my recital bouquets last week but this wedding that I did this week for my dear friend and so yeah they're just so gorgeous and it just makes me want to add more to the farm I need to find a location for them but yeah I definitely have a list that I want to order more from I have just a few roses in bloom because I'm Unfortunately, I know you guys are probably sick of it at this point, but the deer had just took a big chump on my roses and I've kept them out since then. But it's a constant struggle for me, so they're barely just starting to bloom and gorgeous absolutely gorgeous I'm doing a lot of direct seeding right now because I just don't have time to manage soil blocks and trays and planting the plugs and doing the floristry It's just too much so anything that's going to go in the ground right now is being direct sown I don't have a science to it often I'm just throwing out the seeds and praying and hoping for the best and it's worked for me and my field is just filling in so beautifully as well as my gardens that I can I really pick from. Another great... I know that most use it as a cover crop but Facilia I grabbed let's see I'm looking at the bag now it's gotta be it's a big bag from Johnny's and I planted it in the early spring late winter almost in different I used it as kind of a border and it is gorgeous and it's great for pollinators But it's a great filler right now too, especially kind of in this season lull. The bells are absolutely gorgeous. I'm definitely going to be starting more seeds to plant in the fall for them. So I really have this crop of flowers that can help me get from spring to summer. Bachelor buttons. I know that I've heard from so many people that they are on the list of being fired but I'm gonna have you rethink it, especially right now when foliage might be a little harder to come by. I don't even care about the flower. That is one huge stem of foliage and I've been using it in all my bouquets and I cut off the side branches and I add them into the arrangement for extra texture and it's just Been an awesome asset, so I know they are a pain in the butt. But when you're thinking about foliage, they may be something that you want to continue to keep in your space. I started sunflower steves, sunflowers in big soil blocks, and I was not going to direct sow them. They cost me a pretty penny, so they germinated and germinated well, and I planted them out in a place that I can keep a watchful eye on. I don't plan to use them as a cut flower I just want to see how beautiful they are and potentially if I can collect the seeds from them but I'm super excited about just seeing what beauty his sunflowers offer to my place. I know for a lot of us it's been quite a challenging time. I've seen it a lot on social media about folks just being super tired and having moments where they just want to give up. I've seen it a lot and I've been there too. To be perfectly honest, I feel like I'm in October and we're just at the beginning of June and I think it's a good reminder to all of us to have this circle of friends because I have found myself that I'm working so hard and making sacrifices in my life that most around me don't get. They think that I should just take a vacation, that I should go out and work. I should do all these things, but I didn't get into this business to just let it fail, if I'm perfectly honest. And these sacrifices that I'm making will eventually have long-term benefits. But guess what? When you start a new business, there's a lot of groundwork that goes into it. Not to mention starting a flower farm. It's a ton of work to start a flower farm. And if it was easy, guess what? Everybody, would do it and it's not easy. And I just continue to encourage you as well as here's a reminder to myself to, and it may be because I'm getting older too, it's just you start to really prioritize your life and your time, especially when you feel like you're running on a treadmill, every minute is precious. And so I have just started to let go, to let go of all the things that don't bring me joy, don't bring me happiness. Happiness and just stop really caring what other people think about me. I've worked really hard in my life to get where I am today. I've got a beautiful family and that's what's really important to me and my spare time is going to be directed towards them and I know a lot of us are in this place right now where we're working really, really hard and it's hard to manage everything. Not only the farm duties, but if you're a parent, all the things that come with that and just you know sometimes the social life just it's not gonna exist and if that's something that is important to you I just encourage you to make the time but that we must take a break occasionally and this is coming from the person that does not follow by example at all but I just sat out this morning drinking coffee on my back porch and I have yet to do that this year which is unfortunate because I used to do it every morning but I just reminded myself of how important that is that I've created this beautiful place that I need to sit and I need to enjoy even though I feel like i am got a million things to do I still need to sit and enjoy what I have created. So yeah, I just encourage you to find your circle of people. And it may not be the circle that you've historically ran with. It may be new friends. As I've had so many great conversations with flower farmers, I, you know, I was thinking to myself yesterday, like, these are my people. They get me. We have the same passion in life we can relate to each other they get how I'm feeling they understand they will build me up and they are the people that I can go to when I'm struggling and they're people that I can rely on to continue to build my business just by having conversations around what I'm thinking through whatever element of my business it may be so as a reminder that our lives change with us and the groups that we follow will change too. And I just keep reminding myself of that, of just focusing my attention, which is very minimal at this point, on the things that really bring me joy and value. Well friends, I hope that you're having a wonderful week. This next week 24 is going to be insane. I've got a really big wedding coming up and it's probably going to consume all of me next week and as our season continues to get even crazier I just continue to ask for your grace as the episodes may not come out every week they may not come out on every Sunday I'm trying my best here to bring you this content and just keep these conversations in your earbuds when I know you really want to hear stuff but yeah managing both my flower farm my floristry business my household and then the podcast can be a Bit much. So, thank you for just giving me the grace to have some flexibility with scheduling and putting the content out there. And if you would like to contribute to the podcast, I've got the links below. I appreciate anything. It really just helps me put this out there, pay for the platforms, nothing special, because these conversations I honestly feel are the best thing ever. And I just want to share more of them. Every little contribution that you can make just helps me put these conversations on the airways well thank you friends and i will catch you next week and i just wish you all the best in everything that you're doing take care here's your weekly flower fun fact from one of the freckle bloom flower kids google states the world's smallest flower is a watermill, which measures just 0.1 millimeters across Thank you for listening. Well, that wraps up this episode. Thank you so much for joining in to the conversation. And together, all boats will rise and local flowers will be blooming fabulous in all of our communities. So if you are a fellow flower farmer that want to join in on the conversation, please reach out to us to get you scheduled for a podcast episode. And if you're just listening in and enjoy the podcast, please share with your friends, your family, and everybody you know. We really appreciate it. Thank you.